You're listening to Five Smooth Stones. You're saying it weird. The hell are you supposed to be? I know rent, rent is due every day. All is fair in love, war, and challenges. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. It's interesting, the ghost. But you can't change the rules just because you don't like how I'm doing it. I'm vengeance. Raining outside. No. See, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. All right. Episode six of season 38 of the challenge. Rider dies. Boy, this one was a doozy. Dude, this one was. I don't have a ton of notes for this one, but it was good. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it jumps in right when they're headed back from the house after Laurel and Jack's win. A pissed off Laurel's never a good thing. No, it's good for it's good show. for TV, but I'm saying for whoever she's pissed off at, it's usually not not good results for them. And it kind of goes straight to like Jay and Michelle talking about how like what's going to happen, like what the impact's going to be on them. And then you see the next day kind of showing the house and you see Jack working out and Jay and him talking and he's just straight up says like Jay's trying to like extend an olive branch to him see if they can be cool again and he's like straight up said I called you garbage I meant you were garbage he said I meant it so I don't understand exactly what Jay's angle was there but it it still is a baffling move into this episode even Did you yeah, even I think go, go ahead. ahead. Got it. No, I was I was gonna say, like, I think Jay thinks that Jack was gonna get over that putting them in easily, and he's not. I don't think Jack wants to anything to do with him. He no. says that actually, he doesn't want to talk to him at all. Yeah. Exactly. And you have maybe the saddest you don't even get to really see it happen, but you see the Laurel and Horacio love story come to an end as Horacio has a girlfriend that apparently he failed to mention. A new girlfriend. <laughs> apparently it seemed like it was a new. He like just started talking to her before the show, which I feel like you see that a lot in some seasons where there's somebody that just started talking to somebody right before they're coming on the season. Like, why are you doing that? Why would you start talking to another person right before you're going to come on a reality show where yeah. you're going to be um, sexually tempted. Yeah, exactly. That's such a great point. I, and I think, I honestly think it was innocent on his part. Like I, I think he did have feelings for Laurel. I, I just don't think he thought it was going to be anything serious. Maybe, maybe I'm misreading him a little bit. Maybe he didn't even think it was anything like romantic. I don't know. Maybe because he even says later, or not later. Well, this is the jumping ahead a little bit, but whenever she whenever she goes home, he says that he kind of wish she or he's rooting for her in the elimination because he wanted to uh, their friendship to continue. Yeah. Which so you might be right that he was kind of always in the friend zone. Well, you see, she's kind of like going through it, talking to Mariah and Olivia. Olivia's, I think, is probably trying to do a little bit of damage control because I think she felt like they from a game perspective, like they had Jack and Laurel on their side a little bit. And so like, she's trying to, maybe she's just friends with Laurel. I don't know. It could be that too, but I felt like it was on her end. It was more of a game move to kind of like ease things between her and like Horacio and Laurel. Yeah. I don't know if it was this. I don't know if it was this situation between her and Horacio that made her this way, but this is a different Laurel that I've never seen on any other season of the challenge. She's like way like very emotional, which is yeah. never what you see from her, which is so different for me. I don't think her head was in the game this season. That's a great point. It, it was definitely more vulnerable Laurel. I, it was kind of refreshing to see a little bit. It's not, you're right. It's not the same Laurel we get in each like are the dominant Laurel in the past seasons. She's definitely more vulnerable, emotional, like you said. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know what her headspace was like going into the season. But Sydney made a good point to me. Uh, she called. She talked to me after she watched the episode, and she said, "She said that was funny." Uh, Laurel's asking 
Mariah what she should do. And Mariah says something about like going and talking to him. She's like, shut up, Mariah. I can't do that. And like shuts her down immediately. <laughs> she asks her for advice and then she gives the advice and she doesn't want it. That was funny. I'm trying to think if anything else happened throughout the, or like building up to the episode before they got to the uh, challenge. Early, they, t- I don't know if this, I don't remember if this was before the challenge or not, but you, s- I think it is right near the challenge where you see a little bit of Jordan and Anissa's relationship. They talk about how they have grown closer together a little bit. Yeah. That's true. They did show this was a, a pretty uh, dominant Jordan and Nisa episode. Or like, I guess they were definitely highlighted in it. I'm trying to think. They went out before the challenge, I think. Yes, it was like the first thing that happened after they got back and had that. Right. Laurel had that talk. You also see before. I, th- I don't know if it's before they go out. It's definitely before the challenge. Um, Laurel goes over to Fessy and is talking to Fessy and then cuddling up with him. They have their nice little cuddle sesh together that night after she's done with, she's done with Laurel. He's lost Colleen, which man, huge. There was a huge uh, hole in the house left after Colleen and Kim. A lot of personality left out of that. I don't know if we. I don't know if the se- the season might not be able to continue without. Them, I don't know honestly. if they can make. I don't know if they can make it without him. With all they brought personality wise, all they brought drama. That's just tough. <laughs> it's gonna be a tough loss. But that that bar scene. I'm. There wasn't a whole lot of. I think it was more. Was Jay talking to anybody? That I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if Jay was, because this is right after the everyone's kind of or a lot of people are aiming at Jay and Michelle. I can't think of anything of note in the, no. in the bar. Uh-uh. No, no. But I don't then have they, anything wrote down from it. They go to the challenge and I like this challenge a lot. They have like they're, it's, they do it in two heats. First heat. First it's freaking it was loaded. Pretty loaded again. It sta- no, it that. was stacked. Yeah, they do that. Pretty. It was, it was Devin and Tori, Johnny and Nani. Jordan and Anissa, Fessy. It was literally all the good teams. Fessy and Mariah and Horacio and Olivia. It was literally all of the good teams. Like the top six teams were in that first heat. Didn't Jameis yet? Were they in the second one? They were in the second one. Second one? Oh, okay. Because Devin and Tori win the first heat. Wait, is it Devin and Tori? Who wins the first heat? Horacio and Olivia. Yeah, you're right. I'm pretty sure. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. No, wait. No, I'm wrong. Jay and Michelle are in the first heat and they win it. Horacio, and then Horacio is Olivia, the second one, though. Yes, and they win the second one. Yeah, okay. I was backwards on okay. that. Because they, the first one, I know Laurel and Jack are in because they're they have to like dig to find these puzzle pieces in a spot, right? And then once mm-hmm. they find the first bag of puzzle pieces, the partner, whoever they choose, runs down and has to start like turning like a crank. And the crank pushes down like this device or like stopper or something. As a buoy. Okay. Oh, that's tied to a zip line. And it pushes it back farther so that when the second puzzle piece, whatever bag is found by the second partner, they can run down and jump on that zip line. And if the they've if they've like cranked it long enough or hard enough, it allows them to like bypass a long swim and just make it a zip line. So it cuts off time. And I thought this one was actually like I've never seen ever seen this in Laurel other than there's one time I saw it and it was actually free agents when Jordan leaves there's an episode and she's pretty emotional but because her and Jordan are hooking up during that season Jordan and Laurel and she's like digging for this puzzle piece the second one that she cannot find she and cannot she's find not it trying anywhere very hard you don't think so I didn't I didn't think she was trying very hard but I she's mean, like, but like in her confessional, she's like crying, talking about how like she's viewed as this beast and she feels all this pressure. That's what I mean. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, I don't, I don't, didn't see her head being in it. I don't know if this whole thing with Michelle got in her head or something, but yeah. that's why I'm like, at, at first she's trying, but I think once most of the other people have already left that station and she's still there, you can kind of see they show her digging and it doesn't look like she's trying very hard or like I, she just, the, emotionally is out yeah, of it give. i don't know for sure but that could have been the case that's kind of what i took from it the funniest thing about the 
uh, Chowrams was when Johnny was Johnny and Nani were out there trying to solve the puzzle, and Johnny's like cracking jokes and being stupid, clearly not taking it seriously at all. Yeah, and I think um, he was throwing that challenge. I he think was. he did it on purpose. Yeah, he and I talk, think he talked with um, Laurel on his podcast, and she mm-hmm. like was giving a major sh- like crap about it because of like you know she is a competitor. She's like you know I was losing, but she's like I would. Uh, she's like I don't understand why you would try to lose. And he was talking about how like there was no incentive to win really if you felt really good in the wasn't. spot you were because you're having to put in four teams, and especially that late. In the game, he said he wasn't the only one. He wasn't the only one that was doing it. Yeah, I think Devin and Tori, I don't think they showed them throwing it, but they definitely I don't think they were trying that because no, because Devin and Tori probably arguably two of the smartest people on the show. They could have solved that puzzle so quickly. And I guess uh Johnny was yelling out different names about it. He was yelling out like the oh. names when he figure him out, he would be like, Oh yeah, it's this. And Johnny'd be like, What the hell? <laughs> because <laughs> she clearly wanted to win i don't think he did say he didn't he wasn't sure he didn't think jay and michelle would pick it up because they weren't even there he said jay wasn't even there at that point and right. then once he got there he was like late but once he got there they like zip through that because i think a lot of people had like certain ones already done certain words so they could put those in and then there was like one or two words i think amigo was the last one but yeah and i think um i, th- I know i sent you this but that tweet that Polly commented on about bananas that. about it i think it had to do with that a little bit that he mm-hmm. was kind of throwing challenges and not taking it very seriously yeah i think so too and it was just odd to see because it, it i mean i understand from his perspective like especially when you get down like this to this many people left this many teams left it's difficult to throw in four teams because you're risking one team like you're guaranteeing one team's going in so you have to do that regardless but yeah. then you're the other three could be any of them. It's completely different from like in, I think we may have talked about this already. I don't know for sure. I may have heard it on another podcast, but it's not like in War of the Worlds 2 or Final Reckoning, not Final, not Final Reckoning, uh, Total Madness, where they vote three people in and only one of them is for sure going in. Yeah. You know, like everybody else is going to have a chance at, like everybody else is still in danger. It could be any of the three. Yeah. Right. You're not sure. You're putting all of them at risk. Yeah. That's exactly right. And it's uh yeah, it just didn't I, I like the I mean the format's different, so it's refreshing, but I understand from like especially a veteran like him, like under like seeing the game like that. I can understand a little bit, but I also understand the like I, I get people who are like, dude, you gotta try because someone like Jay and Michelle could win. And they should make it be like whoever loses goes in automatically. The loser of the day should you, always go in. Yes. And you vote three people. You, It's it's almost the same as the War of the Worlds, but three people go in and just have three people do the draw and that's it. Don't even have the winner put somebody in. I kind of think that is somewhat what they should do a little bit. You know that what would I mean? Be diff- yeah. Just I, have I, the winner... The winner picks three people, and then those three people just go to the daggers automatically. And then the winner doesn't have to actually call one person out. That would be interesting. And I think I think just at at least incentivizing not losing. Like there's punishment and losing. Yeah. But even through both heats, Jay and Michelle win again. Again. So so they 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 were in the first heat, and then I was rooting for Horatio and Olivia to win that so mad. I've I've been this is not about this episode a lot, but I just said his name again, and I want to talk. I did you see? Um, do you follow Laurel on Twitter, or do you watch any of her Twitter stuff? Uh, not she, on Twitter. No, she has, or it might have been on Instagram too. I don't know, but she has been like adamant about people pronouncing Horatio's name correctly. It's not Horatio; it's Horatio. She's been like going crazy about people. Uh, saying his name incorrectly really yeah huh well we might be part of that group then i have been saying horacio but it is horacio horacio yeah interesting but he because they they finished second again this time they're almost there olivia and him are almost there on their first daily win and they finish second and they go back to okay this is the best 
I go back to the house and you see Nani and Johnny have kind of like a heart to heart. And Nani's talking about how like, dude, I understand you're like a champion and all, and you're a legend in this game, but like, I'm still trying to win regardless. And Johnny's kind of Johnny's listening. And he's like, I, he's like, I understand what you're saying. And he's like, they have like this like moment together where they can like figure out what they're going to do as a team. Because I, I don't know if something was talked about later, but it doesn't seem like Nani's on board with this purposely not winning thing. This conversation is after, is it after the, they were put into the four or is this it, before? Uh, I'm not sure. It was, because I yeah, think I'm not entirely sure on that one. They, if it's not before, I mean, if it's not after, then they have another conversation where she's like, "This is the reason why I don't like we can't do be doing this because now we're in a situation where potentially we have to go against Casey." Oh yeah, it might have been. Then it might have been after. Then it might have been after. Yeah, but you see, Jay and Michelle go and talk to. I think first they talk to. Ke- I don't know if, what order, but they do eventually talk to Kenny and Casey. Then they go talk to Anissa and Jordan and talk to them about how they don't want to put them in again. And Jordan's like, listen, last time it happened, but like after this, if it's, it's not something you were like on our radar. And he's like, but if you continue to put us in, then you absolutely will be. He's like, just straight up with mm-hmm. them. I, I don't know. Do they go to Laurel and Jack again? Or do they just put them in? No, they I, just think they just put them I don't in. think they ever go to them. And- no. No, they don't. They just put them in. They don't go to them. You um, going to the liberation before they actually put their names in. Michelle says something about her and Devin making a one day deal. Yeah, like what a terrible, what a horrible deal she made with Devin. Johnny, Johnny called that such a West Bergman deal. He said that's such a oh, West really thing is. to do. It really is. It, it is. Yeah, a one challenge deal, and. She even says it. She's like, I'm, I wasn't thinking we were going to win again. You know, so she was thinking it was going to be like a safe thing. She's like, don't put them in, but they consider it. It's not like they're, they consider it. They even consider Veronica and Darrell. But they end up putting in Laurel and Jack again, Casey and Kenny, Johnny and Nani, which they should have put in the week before, and again, Anissa and Jordan. And so they bring in Nani and Bananas and Nani is heated because it's not, she probably expected to be up there, but then you put Casey up there too. So there is a potential, there is a potential that she would have to face her girlfriend again in an elimination atmosphere, which she did the season Mm -hmm. before. In the final. Yeah, in the final. So she's pissed about that. And she's talking about how, and I think Johnny kind of, plays it off well and that he kind of he he he's like the cooler head and all of that you can tell he's he's he doesn't want to be there but he's no you can tell also he's like i think i don't know if it's jay or michelle one of them is feeding them a line of bs they're like trying to tell them about what they're why what they chose to do that way you can tell in his face he wants to say so many things but he's just not he's just trying to play it cool to maybe not get thrown in and he, because they act like they threw in Casey as like a, a shield for them. So yeah. that in case they get, in case someone, in case Casey pulls it, it's guaranteed safe for Johnny and Nani. It's just was, but, it, but, but then you hear them talking in the, like earlier when they're deliberating and they're like, we have to find a way to make sure Johnny goes in. That's, like, I, I, that's exactly what? one of the things I have written down. They, Jay says, we have to put somebody in that definitely won't save bananas. Yes. Like and then what? they put in two teams that probably a hundred percent, like I think all of those teams in there would save bananas before any of the other ones, literally every, all three of them. Yeah. Of the ones not picked. Yes, for sure. For sure. I think, I think Laurel picks, I think Laurel saves Nani. And I think obviously Casey saves Nani. So you've, it just didn't make any sense. And I think in their minds, I thought Laurel played this one pretty well when she went in and talked with Jack. She played it a lot more cooler and a lot nicer than she did the first one. To try to, She's trying to try to get herself out, but there wasn't. There yeah. was no way that they weren't going to put them back in. But then, I think that was the choice. Laurel and Jack were the choice going into it. But then Jordan comes in, 
And oh. this is the version of Jordan I've been waiting to see. Because it gets Jordan, even better later, but yes, go ahead. Because Jordan's looking at the board and he's like, he said, You told you told Johnny you wouldn't throw him in, didn't you? And Jay goes, No. And he said, You told Jack you wouldn't put him in. And he said, No. And he said, You damn sure told me. He said, We just had a conversation five minutes ago where you said you weren't gonna put us in. He said, Did you make a deal with Kenny too? And he said, No, dude. And he's like, It's just soft, man. He calls him soft. And then Jay gets real offended by soft by being and Jordan soft. knows. Jordan knows exactly what he's doing. He's getting under his skin. That's yes. that's that's all time Jordan right there. Oh, it was awesome because Anissa's not even stopping him. No, no, she's just letting him go. And he Jay is getting so like offended and upset about this for for whatever reason. And dude, it's like, because dude, he called him power. soft. Yeah, you're in power, and you're letting this guy just completely emasculate you and, and like in front of t- in front of everyone on television don't get so offended by everything he's doing it's a total it's a vet move oh it was awesome it was jordan was oh so good it's it's the best and then uh whenever kenny and casey come in here i i i truly i promise you it's the first time i heard kenny speak his voice was, yeah i swear i never heard his voice until he talked to jay it was I literally said it out loud when I was watching. I was like, well, that's literally the first time I've heard this man talk. We probably would have never heard Ke- uh, Kenny's voice had they not forced it upon us with putting them in that that uh, deliberation. And, uh, it's not just Kenny, honestly. Casey has been irrelevant this season, too. No, she's like, been pretty, yeah. N- nothing. Irrelevant. You just see a little bit of a dynamic between her and uh, Nani. They're talking about obviously they would save each other. There's no question. It would yeah. be both both of them saving each other. But they go to I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anything else that happens in the house after that. Cause I, I think Jordan and Anissa kind of go into it thinking it's gonna be them. Oh well, do do Jay and Michelle come and talk to them again after this? I think maybe. Maybe I might be remembering I wrong. I don't remember if they, they, I don't think they, they say did. something about like not putting them in. Well, they told them that. After they won, they okay. went to them before the. No, I mean, like not, not putting them in, like for sure in. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. I, I can't remember I that conversation. They, did they? They. I don't remember if it was before nominations or after, but they did tell them that we're not going to like we put you in the four, but we're not going to put you in the elimination. I think they did do that too. I th- oh, did they have that conversation if, if with I, them? I think so. Like he uh, double screwed Jordan. They. I, I do remember Laurel and Nani are like sitting down kind of having, and she's, they're both pissed. They're both, they're both heated because they're going in again. And Michelle comes strolling up and it's the wrong time. It's the wrong time. Cause Nani's and, in one of those, like I've seen you, there's a vintage Nani moments where she's mad. Like that, really mad. Nani, that version of her where she's in that state, somebody pokes her enough to where she goes over the edge. And, but Nani probably knows herself enough. Now she's like, I'm just going to walk away and left. <laughs> yeah. She, cause she's like, what? she's like, what are we, what are you doing this conversation for? Like, what is, what does it mean? You threw me in with my girlfriend. Of course I'm pissed. Of yeah. course I'm pissed. Yeah, of course I am. And then Laurel, and then Michelle leaves and Laurel. And it's like, what the hell is she trying to do? Like, what is she trying to serve? What, what you've <laughs> thrown us both in already. You're coming to try to talk to us for s- some reason. Like what is, I'm not, I just don't understand Michelle. No, I don't. Because then she goes to Jay and has like this heartfelt moment where she's like, I, re- I really regret putting Nani in. And then Jay starts crying. And I'm like, dude, what is going on with these two? These two are cannot handle power. Clearly cannot Absolutely. handle power. No, they cannot. It Their was... survivor genes were coming out. No, seriously, <laughs> dude. It was so just, oh my gosh, it was so mishandled across the board both weeks yeah both weeks have just been awful by the two of them as winners and i you notice something is you see kind of his connections like nelson and uh fessy are skating by pretty easily in this season i i gotta think that eventually it's like if when one of these vets win a daily this far into the season you got Jane Michelle going in, probably Horacio and Olivia. Um, they're next in line, I think. I mean, well, you got Amber and Chauncey. One of those guys is going to be at least in the four pretty soon, I think. I, think. I know, actually. And I think Amber and Chauncey are 
creeping up on that wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, but because they're the only, not really doing anything, they're not winning. They're not. The only thing they've done any in purpose. the past few weeks was sink their boat last week. <laughs> and I understand. I, I get Michelle might have had a little bit of a deal with her, but like, there's sometimes where I'm looking at the challenge and I'm like, why do you make deals with people who are not going to win? Because that doesn't serve you. All it does is serve them. Well, like you're you went two weeks without putting them in, and you could have easily put them in in this one, and it made a hell of a lot more sense than some of the other teams. But it's not always about. I mean, like I get what you're saying, but also making a deal with somebody who's not going to win. Also, like if you get thrown in with them, they're maybe like more likely to save you. In the I draw. guess in this in this format that makes sense. But I, you know what I mean in in terms of. Just Other a regular seasons, setup. Yeah. Like, it's just, I just don't get it. I understand. I, I see it from your perspective now. Like, even if you're not going to win you and you're going to be one of the teams chosen, you at least have that tie with them already. That makes sense. I think that's probably where Michelle and Jay thought they were going to be. That's where they made a lot of their deals. So they did that, but now they're winning and they have made deals the wrong way. Yeah. That's probably actually actually completely correct because I I don't think they pictured themselves winning back to back. They weren't prepared to. They weren't prepared for the power. They were probably Clearly preparing not. to go in and have their backs covered in terms of being saved in the draw. They were clearly not ready to win. That's they've made that very clear. But they get to the elimination, and no shocker. Jay makes this speech about, you know, emotions kind of got high and he throws in Jordan and Anissa. I think that it was a shocker to me. I thought for was sure it? they were putting in Laurel and Jack again. It, I, I was shocked like, when he said Jordan's name. I just felt like he got his feelings hurt a little bit and it set off that bomb. But then it's funny because TJ asks Jordan how he feels. And he said, it's funny, Jay, you said something about emotion. He said, I think someone got their feelings hurt last night. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was great but then they go to the draw and first dagger bananas a 90 pole it's safe and it's it sucks because if it was anybody else down there like any other team with laurel and jack i feel like they saved laurel and jack mm-hmm. and unfortunately it happened to be nani's girlfriend which I think really pisses off Nani because she is at least from the way they show it in the show. And I remember seeing her in the last season they were together, World of Worlds too. Like she is, she does hold Laurel as a, like a special spot in her challenge friendship. I don't know well, if they're real friends outside of the show, but she says whenever Michelle tries to come up and talk to them on that couch when Nani ends up leaving, she says yeah i'm pissed you put me in the elimination with my girlfriend and one of my best friends she does say one of my best friends so yeah and i know i know johnny's obviously close with laurel he even says that and she they both talk they both like try to ease the blow of having to throw her in elimination but i think i mean once they pull the dagger i think she knows laurel wasn't gonna get saved laurel wasn't getting saved unless she pulled that dagger either way she probably knew that going in yeah. But you see Laurel kind of even getting emotional about what they're saying. She's like, you know, I can get real excited for eliminations. You know, I get pumped when I get pissed off. But she's like, then you have bananas and Nani saying how much I mean to him. He's like, it just throws me off my game. And so Casey and Kenny get saved. Thank goodness. What would we do? What would the show do without Kenny? Honestly, <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't function. I don't think it it's could like- function. I mean, two weeks in a row, because you imagine if Kim and Colleen last week leave and then this week Kenny and uh, Casey leave, the they show would have well imploded. Canc- they had to cancel the show. <laughs> they couldn't show the rest of it. It wouldn't make any money. It wouldn't happen. It wouldn't make any viewers. <laughs> but it just sucked because it's a, I mean, if you talk, if you look at it in like an iconic matchup sense, it is. It's, I mean, it's, oh, it's Laurel versus Jordan. Matchup. It's crazy. And it's different. It's definitely a different elimination. They have to carry these cinder blocks right mm-hmm. they have to carry these cinder blocks and across the like into i don't know if it's onto this table yeah it's, it's like carry- uh 20 yards maybe something like that yeah maybe maybe shorter honestly 
And once they get all their cinder blocks, like these balls are released. But the deal is, is these cinder blocks, Jordan's so smart. He has them carrying like four at a time. Right? He has them carrying an animal. Animal. He's looking at Anissa. He's like, you can do four of these. He said, you can do four of these. I know you can. And so they're running on these across. And they get them all first and they start throwing the balls. And they're throwing balls at like these faces. It's faces of everyone in the challenge that's currently there. And no, it's hit- only the, it's only the, uh, at first it was everybody that was in it, but it's only the uh, people that are in that elimination. I'm pretty sure once it starts, it's like Laurel and Jack are throwing balls at Jordan and Nisa and vice versa. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Oh, because when they walked in, it was everybody's or it was you saw a glimpse of the thing and it was like everybody that was going into eliminations faces. And then once they actually played the game, it was just those four. Okay, so they have these balls they're throwing at the faces of the people in the elimination. And once they hit the face, it's like, I don't know if it's like paper or what it is made of. It looks like paper. Yeah, it like sets on fire. So, you know, that the ring's been done. But your other partner is blocking the opponents from doing it. So Jordan and Laurel are the ones that are throwing the balls. And Jack and Anissa are blocking them. And it's funny because Jordan's hitting these like crazy. And every time Jack blocks one, Jordan's like, hey, good job, man. He's like (laughs) encouraging him. It's like such an odd. I don't know if it's just messing with him or like how it's supposed to do like psychologically, but. No, I think it is because Jordan's one of the all-time shit talkers in like going back to All-Stars 3 in that elimination of it against Daryl in All-Stars 3. He's talking shit the whole time and that's the reason (laughs) he ends up winning. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But Anisa actually does a pretty good job of blocking Laurel's shots. She does, yeah. And I think Laurel Laurel does, it, it seemed like the idea of like her persona and like how she's looked at really impacted how she played the game. Like, I don't know if it threw her off or what, but it was, she was definitely not the same Laurel that she'd been in the past. Yeah. I, that's, that's to build on to what I was saying earlier. I just think she was, I don't know if coming in, she was good, but then the thing with Michelle happened and then Horatio, her, I don't know if she just lost her head late, like eventually. I don't know. I just, don't think that at this point her head is obviously not in all the way do you want to i know you had talked to me earlier do you want to discuss the iconic moment jordan creates in this elimination (laughs) what an absolute dime of a moment whenever he so the they're i think they both only have like jordan has one more to hit and I think Laurel only has like two or three, maybe. So it's not it's not like a blowout. It is a close elimination. And Jordan pauses, looks up at Jay, and points at him and says, "What did I tell you?" And then throws it and wins the elimination. What a great moment for just the whole show. I mean, what a like such a savage thing. He looks at him and then almost it's almost like a no scope. Like he just looks at him and then just throws it right and yeah. lobs it. It was a, it was a good shot too because he had to get it over Jack yep. and get it still to hit the target. And you know Jay was is just shaking in his pissed boots, off dude. but also shaking in his boots, yeah. You know he's pissed too. You know it's and and at that time you have to think in your mind like yeah, it's aimed at you, but you have to also be like dude, that's actually kind of cool. That's <laughs> what he did. Like you have to think for a second cuz like anyone else if it's not aimed at you, you're like dude, that's awesome. Yeah. And like like you the confidence that he had jordan to say that and then actually hit the target and not like miss it and have to throw again yeah what what an elite what a what a beast jordan is he's an he's incredible at everything he was amazing at it at that like i haven't found i did find one elimination he's not great at but other than something that like I don't know, physically having to grip something. But even it's then, pole, he's... Pole like, wrestle is the only elimination the only he's thing. been truly weak in. Because he's won in tug-of-war, which is... I can't. Like, in our season review, that'll be a fun one to review. But it, his eliminations, like, he's just built different. He's an animal. That's really all it is. He's an animal. Yeah. And after it, there, Anissa and Jordan are embracing Jack, and 
Laurel and Laurel whispers into Jordan's ear. He's like, you got to take care of him for me. He's like, oh, I will. Oh, I'm, I, yeah. And I'm pretty uh, sure, I don't so... know if it's in her confessional or if it's like yelling at her, but like Nani says something to her about like, we'll take care of him. I think, that, they, uh, I think, I think they yell that to them as they're leaving, like uh, in front of everybody. I think it is a yelling thing. Take care of him. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like everybody heard her say that. I'm pretty sure. Oh my gosh. That was sad. Cause I thought, I thought, I thought Jack brought something interesting to the show too. He'll be missed in some of his confessionals. I don't want to get ahead of myself. And it could have just been this season, Laurel, but I, don't, I hope not. But I wouldn't be surprised if this is if she doesn't come back to the show. You know, is that a hot I, take? I, that's a hot take. But I've heard her talk about multiple times on like lives on like Instagram lives. And she talked about it on Johnny's podcast that she'll be back. Okay. Because she said she, she wasn't. Be, yeah, she will be back. She, she, will said be back. She, okay. has, she said she hasn't been or on that one. She wasn't in like the best of shape. And okay. she wasn't mentally in a good spot, but like she's been working out, I guess. And looks like a beast. So I X is three, Lauren, Laurel, and Jordan. Oh my lord. The world would not be ready for that. <laughs> the world would not be ready for that one. But you notice, you notice when they're they're ending and they like leave and they're about to go back to the house. The first one to embrace Jordan is Tori. Like, oh, as, really? and they're, like, they're, like have their arms locked together. I didn't notice that. I don't know. It feels like Tori's like super into him this season. Like, super, like it, I don't know if he's the same way or like how that's working out the dynamic there. I don't know. But she's also, she also says something about how like, I don't, I don't care if Devin's making deals with Michelle and Jay. She's like, they're throwing in my best friend in my, you know, my ex fiance. She's like, I'm not, we're not working with them. She's like, they're yeah. not her friends. It was. It'll be interesting to it's see. It's a one day forward. deal. So <laughs> yeah, it was a one day deal. It was a West deal that worked out for him. But you see, I think you see, in like the looking forward part of it, like the next episode. I, I'm pretty sure Devin and Michelle get into it. Like get into an argument. Like, they were at a fire. Yes. at the fire or something, and he's like, and Devin's talk calling her a snake or yes. something, and yeah, I think they get into it. I, I'm I'm excited for. Devin yelling I do like even though the last time he yelled a lot was at bananas I he is good at, at that kind of stuff for the for the show at least I mean yeah I could see that the too. way he the way he words things because he is a smart guy he and he's a he's a student of Wes but yeah I, he is a student of Wes that's true <laughs> he's yeah I'm excited for this next episode what is uh, which you got your rankings? Are you not doing that? Yeah, I mean we can do it if you want to. Let's do well, it. Oh, I have one more thing that I was gonna okay, say. Go ahead. Add it. Um, I, I wish Sydney was here for this because I know she's a Laurel stan, and I I'm not saying Laurel's not one of the goats anymore, but this season I think is a little knock on her resume. Can you agree that this a little bit of a knock because she kind of just didn't seem like it wasn't the same dominant laurel that you see like not not even just in the challenges but in her verbiage too like she has that one moment where she stares down michelle but i think it was a little underwhelming of a season for her even even though she lost her last two eliminations before this she was still the same person that we know from yeah her career of the challenge I don't know. I see. I think I view it differently because I don't know if it's because I view her in such like a high regard as a challenger. I felt like the way she played this season was like more vulnerable. and It was just a different side of Laurel. I could. Yeah, it was just a little different side of I don't I personally don't make the count this as a knock on her goat legacy or like her not whatever a huge you call knock it. but no. but a but a but a decent knock on it's like you definitely you definitely can make the argument for it i think that's yeah i definitely think you can make the argument for it yeah. for sure yeah but i don't i i personally because i mean she lost to jordan so like the like yeah if she had lost to, i think we may have a different conversation if she had lost to like colin and kim i think that might yeah. be a little different part like good point in the way i view it because then if you look back if you even look back at her past like her last two elimination losses, like the one to Ninja was literally what Ninja did for fun. And there was like both of, it was some like fluky BS, Mm -hmm. but she did lose. And then she also lost to Camilla. So like she's losing to 
Beasts. Beasts, yes. People who are regarded as like top-notch competitors. Right. So for me, it's yeah, that's the way I'm that's the way I view it. Okay. But yeah, I can agree with what you said, but still a little knock on it just because it's like Oh, it's definitely expect, a different side. I expected it's a little bit more. Not the Laurel I was expecting to see. Yeah, I can agree and with you on that. Laurel on her own is different than Laurel in a partnership, I think. Yes. That could be part of it too. It's why her one win is on her own. Yeah. Like I think that's like she just works better by herself. Right. Personally, I think okay. she does. I take I take part of that back a little bit. But yeah, yeah definitely a small knock. Yeah. I can agree with that. So if we want to go to rankings, um, let's see. I think it, I said this last week because angry Jordan is a different animal. Jordan and Anissa are my number one team, I think, because he's going to come. He's he's mad now, and I think Anissa is going to let him do him a little bit because she kind of needs him to. And they're protected by a decent amount of people, so it's like he can get reckless and not have to suffer huge repercussions as long as one of his alliance mates wins. Um, so they're definitely my one. And then I don't want to keep saying the same people, but I don't know. The, all, all, the next, like after that, I think they all blend together for me, like a lot of the team. So I'll say Bananas and Nani because Nani's also pissed. And then because they won not not won they won their heat they got second place i'm gonna throw horacio and livia in there again because i do think they are protected by the uh quote-unquote rookies and they are uh, it's only a matter of time until they win a daily i'm gonna put jordan at one and i would be very shocked if this next episode they do not win the daily but just because of his motivation if it's anything that like, because I think I've seen a trailer for it. I think it's something where it's involving running. And I know him and how he does. I guess I don't know how Nisa will do in that. But I think it, with the determination and like he even said it, he's like, you lit a fire under us. Like that lit a fire on us or under us. So I, I really do feel like we're going to see a different side of Jordan in this one. I would put Jordan at one, Jordan and Nisa at one, two, because I think they've, Played the game pretty well, and they've won. I think they won one daily. I'm trying to think. No, maybe they didn't win any. De- Tori and Devin, have they won any dailies? They have not. They have not? Okay. Well, I'm going to put them at two, and then I would put Horacio and uh, Olivia at three. Similar reasons to what you did. I just feel like if jo- if Johnny's going to – if I see Johnny put more effort in to the dailies, I might bump him up. Right now, I oh, think that's he's, a good point. He's kind that's of on point. cruise. He's think, kind of on cruise control at this point. And I think he's still, even though he told Nani he's going to put his full effort in, I still think he's gonna. He's not going to try to win. But mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah. like, if he can see somebody on his alliance that is for sure going to win, he won't win a challenge. So I think this is going to be. And it, now that we're talking about him, since we've kind of wrapped on the episode. You sent a tweet, which I saw that Polly tweeted. After, mm-hmm. after Johnny had even kind of himself said, you know, we weren't trying in the, yeah, I think he was actually, I think Paulie was actually saying something because, uh, was it Jay did like this live where he talked about a bunch of people on the challenge and it, part of it was that they weren't, there was a bunch of vets not trying to win or something, or like somebody mentioned mm-hmm. that, or he might've mentioned, I think, I think Johnny mentioned it on his podcast too, but Polly tweeted, hey, goat, at Johnny, big fan here, was looking forward to you coming back and stirring shit up like you promised. Just one question. Why are you working with the Vacation Alliance? Lastly, when will you let Kara and I come back to compete again? We can play nice. Want to shake on it? And for those challenge fans, they remember Johnny and Polly shook on a challenge saying it was the World of Worlds 2 and then saying, Polly wouldn't throw Johnny in and then he eventually threw him in. But what did you think about the tweet? I do you think Johnny doesn't, I mean, he has some influence. He doesn't have any influence on them being cast or not, though. Not a significant enough to where they're not going to be cast because Banana says no. You think? I th- I think I believe he might have had influence on like a season 
of them not being cast, but I don't think he has enough influence on multiple seasons like this, especially right. like with him not being on the last two. I, I think if they wanted to have them on, they would have them on. Okay. I, I, yeah. I think the chances of them being at least one of them, if not both of them being on like the next season are very high. I think there's a higher chance of Polly than there is Kara. Personally, I want them. I want them both, but okay. you do. I would like to yeah. see Polly without Kara and see what that dynamic, what that's like. Maybe. I'm just hoping for an exes where Kara and Kyle are <sighs> together with Polly in the same season. That'd be great. <laughs> what did you? What? Did, but what did you think about him talking about the vacation alliance? Because Johnny did. Johnny did. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. In yep. Last season and with his podcast take a lot of shots at the vacation alliance and like talking about how it's stupid and all this and how he, w- he would do something different if there and he hasn't up to this point it's not the full vacation alliance though because josh no. isn't on it and uh, anisa is it, she's in that alliance but but she's with jordan and jordan and bananas are going to work together because they're vets i don't think anisa's vacation vacation um, status has to do with that but obviously Devin and Tori they're working with them because I think it's different because all of those guys are vets they need to work with the vets I don't think it's because of the vacation alliance and I you know think I mean? part of, yeah I think part of it too is he I think when he says when Johnny says he legitimately wants to win for Nani like I think he means that and I think when they came into the house he's he even said it when he came in like there was a strong rookie presence and like very good very good rookie so when they won that first daily the idea was to break up the rookies and then you can start going at the um you start going at the the vets that are there but is fessy technically on the vacation alliance i don't think so he's part of the big brother alliance but i don't think he's part of the vacation club because i think it's he was tori devin josh and anisa are the the four I think Johnny's pretty connected with Fessy's partner. So I think that well, yeah. is part of that one. But I, so I wonder, I think part of, I think what he's referencing directly is him not being opposed with Devin, which I personally, me personally, I agree with that him not opposed with Devin in this season is not something I enjoy. And uh, the vacation Alliance whole thing is kind of, for me, at least it, kind of died a little bit because i listened to if you listen to tori's when tori is on johnny's podcast she talks about it a little bit and they were paid to go on that vacation is what she said oh that's right yeah i remember that i did listen to that one so it yeah it could be i think because i think three of them you, th- you think about it tori and devin are already friends and tori and anisa are friends and those are three of them that were on that particular vacation yeah so i and i think josh just became part of that because they were in an alliance on these past two seasons that before the this one now yeah i just i wanted to see and maybe we'll see it maybe it's just a matter of time but i wanted to see johnny kind of ruffle some feathers in this kind of stir some stuff up he's running out of people to ruffle feathers with (laughs) Yeah, that's Which true. Which means he's gonna ruffle feathers feathers of his quote unquote alliance members. Because okay, let's we did we did this a little bit last week of like ranking who's left, but like outside of that alliance, there's Fessy, Nelson, Amber, and Jay Michelle, and then the rookies. Who else is there? I mean, I, I think you could say Darrell and Veronica are outside of that. The, the okay, here's a here's a for instance. Bananas and Nani win the challenge next week. Who do they put in? No brainer. Jane Michelle. Jane Michelle. Yeah, I Bernie think. Sio and Olivia. Yes, I think Chauncey and Amber are part of that. Yep. And I, honestly, I don't think I cannot see him putting in Mariah and Fessy. I think he had. I think he puts in Darrell and Veronica. So. I know, I know he's with Mariah now. How are they in? Are they together in this season yet? Like, are they? Uh, I know they're talking, but like, I don't know. We have we've only seen that one instance of them in an episode. So, uh, I just know 
like in the past, I when Johnny's into somebody, like I don't think if there's other options that he's going to try to um, damage any connection there personally. So you think he would put in Darrell and Veronica before Nelson and Nerys? Oh, shoot. I forgot about Nelson. Uh, you think he would put Nelson uh, in? I still probably, I, he probably puts in Nelson, but I just think because of the way Darrell and Veronica conducted themselves when they had power, like when they were choosing between the two teams at the elimination, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a close call. Honestly, like, yeah. I, I don't know. I probably, he probably does. Put I think Nelson, it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's Darrell. I would not be. Surprised. No, actually, now that I think about it more, I think he would put in Darrell because I think uh, he does like Nelson and like, I think he, like, I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to predict, but I think he would save Nelson in that instance. And he would put Darrell in. I think Darrell and Veronica are more dangerous in a final than Nerese and Nelson are. I disagree. Really? Yeah, I think Nelson and Nerese in a final are probably a a scary matchup for pretty much anybody. I guess it just depends on. I, I'm just going off of like experience because they're guess. both experience, yes. But in terms of physical and in shape, I think Nerese right. and Nelson are both oh, together are in shape, shape than Way the majority more. of the house as a team. Arguably, maybe the most in shape team. No, Mariah and Fessy are pretty in shape too. But yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I just I don't know how how real or how deep the Johnny and Darrell connection goes. You know, I, if I think it's, it's event, more of respect. It's more respect yeah. than like the work. I'm gonna save you. Because I I can guarantee uh three teams that Johnny would probably save first over Darrell and Veronica. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, I can, yeah. I Devin, Jordan, and Casey. Yeah, for sure. And then I think next on, if if we had to rank who is in his alliance that he would save first, it would be those three, and then Fessy and Mariah because he's with Mariah probably. So he's uh, Darrell's likely, yeah. fifth on the pecking list for Johnny. Yeah, and I would maybe even put Nelson above him, so sixth maybe. Dude, one of the funny moments in this episode, though, that we didn't talk about was it was after the first heat and they're watching the second heat and uh, they're watching and Fessy's in front and Johnny's behind him. And he's like, man, great idea to put Fessy in the front, huh? Because <laughs> nobody can he says, see anything that's going on. No, he says it sarcastically. Like he says, great idea to put Fessy in the front so we can all see. He says so we can all see. Like, obviously not. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right, that's all I have for this episode. You got anything else? No, I I think I'm all I'm all done. All wrap. All right, that's a wrap.